Coming up on episode 67 of the JRPG Report, we've got smartphone discussions from Nippon Ichi. Uh-oh. Uh, we've got new Trails information about the status of the series and a boatload of information to talk about Atelier Raza coming up next on the JRPG Report. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast that gives them to that craving for JRPGs that you have every week. My name is James Fisher. This is going to be episode 67 of the JRPG Report. And if you can't tell, my throat is a bit raspy this week. I don't know exactly what's going on. I've been feeling a little for the past couple of days. Um, so we will try to get through this one together. Um, I did want to put out a podcast as a, uh, we're celebrating the 4th of July here in uh, America tomorrow and give you a little something to listen to over your holiday break, perhaps. And if, uh, if you're outside the U.S., well, you just get another podcast as usual. We've got a good amount of things to talk about this week. Um, let's just kind of start off with some of the more uh, quick hits. Um, we did have a couple of release dates to talk about, and one of those is we are getting, uh, I still don't exactly know how to pronounce this, so I just do my best. You guys probably know what I'm talking about. Uh, Langreiser, L-A-N-G-R-I-S-S-E-R, 1 and 2, well, they are coming west for PS4, Switch, and PC in early 2020. Um, this one is available on smartphones, I believe right now I've seen it advertised a couple times. Um, you know, things like to pop up on your Instagram feed, and uh, so this one <laughs> keeps popping up for me to to take a look at. But they are announcing that uh, NIS America says we will get it in the West here sometime in early 2020, and that is part one and two for PS4, Switch, and Steam via on your PC. A limited edition of the game, a two-disc original soundtrack, three-disc Songs of War soundtrack, a visual art book, set of art book cards. Uh, those are all available in a collector's box. Those are for pre-order on the NIS America online store. That's just for PS4 and Switch. These are harkening back to early uh, Super Nintendo or uh, early PlayStation days graphics. For strategy RPG fans, they are uh, classics. Um, they say, the, for the first part, they say, the forces of darkness are descended upon the kingdom of Balda. Take up your sword as Prince Lennon and discover the evil that lies in the heart of the Dallas Empire. Uh, for part two, of course, the forces of darkness once again threaten the realm. Uh, thrust in between warring factions, it's up to our hero, Elwin, to navigate this war and determine which path will bring peace to the conflict. Langrosser 1 and 2 is returning to both classic stories of good and evil, how remade, now remade in beautiful high-definition visuals, reorchestrated music, and quality-of-life improvements to the gameplay and user experience that have made these SRPGs truly legendary. So, fans, you're... Got to wait a little bit longer for for these for this one to come out. And it's always funny when you take a twenty something year old game and uh, it's still going to take another uh, half a year <laughs> to uh, 
to come out. So yeah, you have to wait a little bit longer for that. But like I said, there is a mobile version of those available now if you just can't wait. I don't have a release date for this one yet, but we did, uh, Kapal Hart has announced that Death End Request 2 has been announced for uh, PS4. There was originally another story, then the update uh, broke today via Weekly Famitsu. Uh, the release date and price have yet to be determined. The game follows three gay, three girls living in a women's dormitory who get caught up in mysterious phenomena and conspiracies as boarding students go missing one after another. Um, it is set in a fictional town called Lysora, which was created in the image of Southern Europe, Southeastern Europe, rather. Uh, so that's still very early. All there is is just a single screenshot um, to to kind of go by and this one probably a ways off but they uh, if you're a fan of the first one you've got another one coming out although they do say uh you do not have to have played the first game to enjoy the sequel not exactly sure what that means and if, if they're going to include a synopsis from the first one or if it's just not directly uh, related to it I've shared this video over on the JRPG Report Facebook page. There is a new uh, video for Fire Emblem Three Houses. And this one introduces the Black Eagles, one of the three noble houses at the Officer's Academy. You can go over there and check that out. Of course, Fire Emblem Three Houses is due out for the Switch not too much longer on July 26th. Uh, speaking of the Switch, Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town Remake has been announced for the Switch. It'll be coming out uh, in Japan on October 17th. This is a remake of the Game Boy Advance titles Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town and Harvest Moon More Friends of Mineral Town. Because <laughs> you just can't have enough friends in Mineral Town. And, you know, you got a lot of farming to do. You got to make time for that. No news on a Western release, but uh, those games have, have typically made their way over here. So I would anticipate we get a winter release for that um, at some point in time. Uh, I also shared this video over on the uh, Facebook page. Dragon Quest Builders 2 has released a multiplayer trailer. Um in Dragon Quest Builders 2, players can team up with friends up to four-player online multiplayer. Players can customize their character, visit friends' islands, and build together. Uh, it's already available on PS4 and Switch in Japan. We'll begin it here in North America and Europe in just a few more days on July 12th. And if you'd like to check out, there is a demo for that already uh, on the PS Store or... Uh, Nintendo Store as well if you want to check that out and see what it's like. I played the uh, the first one just a little bit uh, on the demo and, and it was enjoyable, but it's just one of those games that I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't see myself spending money on if that makes any sense. Uh, you know, you can get a certain amount of enjoyment whether it's a demo or you know something you download on your uh, phone or tablet because it's free. Uh, there's a a cost analysis to everything. So if if I were to 
sit down and have to pay money for something like this. I don't know if it's really something that's my cup of tea. A lot of people love it, and that's great, but uh, just not something I really want to uh, get into. Um, I shared this image with you guys, uh, I think a couple of days ago when it first came out on uh, on Monday, I believe. But we got a new character image for uh, Kasumi for Persona 5 Royal. It is her Persona uh, Cendrillon, I believe that's what uh, what we're going to call her. C-E-N-D-R-I-L-L-O-N. Very unique looking uh, character. It almost looks to be made out of crystal or ice of some sort. So you can definitely see the dancer influence to her. Um, one of the more interesting aspects is on her chest is a rather large clock with a jewel at the middle. Not... Uh, not sure what that is about. I guess that's something that will be uh, more talked about as we get into the game. But I dare say we're going to get a stream of information every few weeks or so about this game. And this was just one more thing. It's a very uh, awesome looking character design, to say the least. And just kind of fueling that fire a little bit more and more for uh, when this game will finally get to us sometime this fall. Let's take a quick break and thank our uh, sponsor, Anchor, for their platform and uh, let us uh, do all we do here on the JRPG Report. So I teased it there in the intro. Let's talk a little bit more about what exactly is going on over at uh, Nipponichi. Uh, we reported a little while ago about some financial problems, perhaps over at the company, um, mostly because of what they were trying to do uh, with their uh, smartphone development of one of the Skya titles. And so in the latest issue of Weekly Fansu, they kind of talked a little bit more about what they're trying to do. And they want to reveal a game variety smartphone app, which will be a free download in, uh, in Japan. They had a interview with the company CEO. Oh boy. Uh, so hey, Nekawa. Sorry if I butchered that name. That's the best I got. <laughs> so Game Variety is a portal app for other downloadable apps from Nippon Inchi. The app allows you to search and purchase other apps as well. Uh, so he kind of goes into saying, here are some of the tidbits from that interview. Uh, he believes the company needs a system to keep many types of users engaged in their software uh, in order to keep the company in business for many years to come. <laughs> Uh, there's a large demand for portable game consoles in Japan. This is this is why this has all come about, okay? So, as d different as Japan and America and the rest of the world uh, is, Japan relies on public transport um, probably more than most places. So, the gaming market, and this is one reason why the Switch is so popular and why they made it in the first place, is you've got a lot of train commute time, okay? Uh, you need something to play on the go. That's why the 3DS and Game Boy Advance and DS and everything has been so popular and why the Vita was popular for um, a good while there, too. There's just a lot of time that people can spend playing a portable console. 
you know, a little bit different here in Japan. It's kind of hard or in, in the Americas and elsewhere. You know, if you've got a long commute in your car, you can't exactly uh, break out the uh, break out the portable gaming system. So, but more than anything, it's it's vital to their success, and so they are. They know everybody's got a phone in their pocket anyway. Why not develop titles for that? And I'm not against that at all. That's very smart. They just got to do it right. And I think that's kind of what they are, kind of what they're saying, that uh, they plan to release one to two smartphone titles per month, that the games are from the original PlayStation era. They're planned for release. There's also plans to borrow titles from other companies to put on this platform. Uh, they are looking to release, uh, I believe this was a PS1 game, yeah, Rhapsody, a musical adventure. Um, that uh, if it does well, they may lead to the development of a sequel for it. Uh, in the future, they say that Nippon Ichi would like to launch new titles simultaneously on smartphones and consoles. It is building an environment to make that possible. Uh, the company's basis will continue to be on consoles. However, mobile will play a larger and larger part, and he is looking into adapting to Disgaea as well. Well, yeah, that's what you did. That's why you got in the trouble <laughs> for a little bit. So when you first, you know, especially when I first read that, I thought, oh, no, they are doubling down on this smartphone idea that uh, this could be bad news. But it's... It's inevitable. It's what the company has to do. It's almost like if they ignore that, that it could be more costly in the long run. So you have to invest in it while you can and try to make it work. And I think this is a different approach to it. They look like they've got some uh, some things they can develop very cheaply and get them out there um, in a timely fashion and kind of build a following on smooths. All this, I doubt we're ever going to see anything like that outside of Japan. But if you're a fan of this guy and other Nippon Ichi games, this is good news because they are definitely trying to uh, trying to write the ship and make the company profitable to keep on bringing you the games that you love. I haven't seen a whole lot about this game until recently, and this is certainly not a traditional JRPG, but it's a game that looks pretty interesting, and that's called Black Desert. We got a release date for it of August 22nd, developer Pearl Abyss announced. You can pre-order it now on the PlayStation Store, and uh, there will be a 48 hours early access as well if you decide to do that. Of course, the game is already available on Xbox One and PC. There's also mobile versions of the game. They've got over 20 million registered users worldwide. And uh, if you take a look at the trailer, you can kind of see why it's an impressive looking title. And it looks like it could be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, we'll be finally making its way to PS4 on August 22nd. Um, I believe I shared. I'm almost positive I put that um, trailer on the page for you. If not, check back and I will uh, have done that for you guys um, I'm just kind of looking at it right now to, to make sure no okay uh, I will put that on you there so you guys can check out that um, that one as well uh, Benton Nemco has announced an online action RPG blue protocol 
This one's coming out just for PC. I'm hoping that this one kind of makes its way over to consoles as well because it it looks really really cool in their own worlds it is an overwhelming graphics along the line of anime movies it looks like an anime if you just think of the screenshot you would think it's from anime you wouldn't think this was a game at all and you know being bandai namco i can't see why they wouldn't try to put this one over on there we'll just have to wait to see so the logo has the following tagline the world on the brink of devastation now is the time to unite March on with friends and strangers and defeat foes beyond your might. Travel through space and time to change the future beyond this fight. They say more information will be upcoming about this game as this is pretty much just an announcement. Not a whole lot to go off at this point. But uh, if you can be excited about a a single screenshot, well, I am. (laughs) I'm not going to play it on PC. Uh... But I would definitely be open to uh, to looking at a um, console version should that come about. Uh, we talked about last week that uh, Falcon was doing the uh, you know whole Le- Legend of Heroes fifteenth anniversary uh, commemoration and new title start question mark special broadcast. Well, that happened, and we did get some more. Uh, some more information, but it's kind of fuzzy information. Um, without having seen it, um, it's hard to to kind of tell exactly what's going on. Um, so what they did was the previous image, this was shared oh a while ago. Um, it was the image of uh, Rick Samayo, a young man from Nord who looks like he could be uh, Gaius's. Uh, younger brother just grown up and then there's a picture of scarlet as well from trails of cold steel uh and then the map of zumeria which half of, on the left half of it is you can tell what's going on you can see all the uh, provinces and different factions but the entire right side of the continent is all blacked out um there may be some foreshadowing as to maybe that we're going into that part. We're not we're not exactly sure. So here's what's interesting. Um, the information that we have is basically from <laughs> the latest issue of uh, Tengeki PlayStation. And so we've got three pictures to go by. And the one that we know about is going on it's kind of shows all a bunch of trails characters but then there's two new ones that have not been introduced yet and they kind of got their backs to them kind of looking forward so that's where the speculation begins on who these people are the other image we have is definitely um reen and his sister in yamir it looks like it may be more springtime as there's less snow on the ground it looks gorgeous, but it's definitely Rain's outfit from uh, Trails of Cold Steel 3. Then there's a new character that uh, there's been some speculation on who that is, but her back is turned and she's saluting or covering her eyes. We're not exactly sure what she's doing um, and looking off in the distance. So here's what we learned uh, from it. The project began with the development of a new game engine. The graphics are also 
being enhanced. <laughs> and uh, it clearly says it may be difficult to see in the screenshots given the fact that they are printed on paper. But the characters and background scenery are quite upgraded from Trails of Cold Steel 4, which here in the West we've still not even seen glimpses of, really. The situations and characters shown in the screenshots are meant to be hints regarding the next title. Um, so here's what I've also kind of deemed. The new title is meant to be a follow-up or spin-off game. Since crossbow characters have appeared, many people might think, what about that person? So it is a game that will show things like, what did that person do at that time? What are they doing after? It sounds like there's two games in development, okay? It does sound like there's going to be a Cold Steel spinoff. And then here um, is going to be a new one. So we talked about that first image uh, that showed the kid from Nord and Scarlet. That sounds like that's going to be kind of the spinoff. And then the new characters with their backs turned... That sounds like it could be another title. So it does sound like there's two titles in development that were still a ways off. I kind of, just about looking in, I don't see why these wouldn't be PS4 games, to be quite honest. That they would be games that might come out uh, at the very end of the life cycle for the system. You know, because you're only talking about Cold Steel 3 and 4 being developed on this hardware, it kind of makes sense that they would do that, at least a spinoff on that hardware as well. Condo uh, also answered the question of whether previous entries in the Trails series would come to PS4, or if there are any plans on developing more Evolution titles, which was enhanced releases of the older ones. He says, quote, Us too. We don't like the fact that options to play our past works disappear with time. Honestly, it's the same problem I've run into with trying to play the uh, the Trails in the Sky series. Uh, he said, he, I would like to believe our games are limitless, but consoles change over time. Do that, we want to leave an option to play them in some way. The Trail series especially will continue on steel, so that would be nice to look back on past titles. Right now, we want to prepare something that can be played on PS4, so we're working on something behind the scenes. Condo uh, continued, if we're talking about a simple port, it wouldn't be very hard at all. But if the graphics rendering method changes, then it becomes fairly difficult. He finally said, I want to promise to deliver something in some form. <laughs> it could not be any more ambiguous than that. But it sounds like they are trying to remake um, at least, I would say, the Sky series. And uh, maybe put that as a three-part collection to come out on PS4. I don't see why they wouldn't, considering how well Cold Steel 1 and 2 did when they re-released those. So, we'll just have to wait and see what exactly happens with that. But, uh, I'm I'm fairly confident we're going to see a new Trails game here announced fairly soon. Maybe after Cold Steel 3 comes out, when about when they announce when Cold Steel 4 is going to finally come westward. So there's a lot of Trails <laughs> series information coming up from Falcom here. Shortly, it's a very exciting time to be a fan of this series. And it uh, kind of sounds like a perfect time to kind of jump into everything if you've been holding off uh, so far. So the last thing I want to talk about, and it seems like we're going to talk about this every week, Atelier Raza, the Ever Darkness and Secret Hideout. 
some new information came out about that. Um, the Japanese electronics retailer SoftMap released a um, kind of a posting on it, and uh, there was a gameplay trailer that came out, and I've actually shared that on the uh, Facebook page as well. Um, it showed a few things that we've already seen before, but it really showed a lot of gameplay in there. And this game really starting to look impressive. Um, very intriguing, especially since we know that it's coming out later this year. Um, starting to get pretty excited about it. It, it subsequently um, disappeared offline, but not before. <laughs> uh, people could could really sink their teeth into it and share it. Um, and I think it got pulled so quickly because uh, Koei Tamko and Gust will have a first line play footage demo, um, well, live stream of it, rather, on July 9th at 2100 Japan Central Time. You can watch that on YouTube. Just search for it and you'll uh, find out. It says, addition to the world's first live gameplay, the live stream will introduce the charming points of the game setting and protagonist Ariza, as well as some of its systems. Um, they'll have the presenters will be the voice actors for Ariza, character designer um, for uh, for this one, as well as previous Atelier title character designers as well, and the producer, uh, Hoizoi, as, as well, will be present. Um, we kind of talked about a few things um, in the last podcast, they, uh, we talked about the, uh, premium op box. Well, they've got the art for that. That came out some more details about some of the characters, um, that we kind of mentioned in passing, but there was a whole slew of that information that came out. Um, uh, one thing I thought was really interesting that, uh, I said you can talk about being a master gatherer by using a variety of tools that, uh, when they are out and about, obviously, like you've seen this in other titles, if there's a uh, a rock that you need to collect, that you would break out your pickaxe, you know, and, and you would mine that. Um, apparently, in this one, uh, if you want to get some wood and chop down a tree, well, you'll break out your axe and you'll chop down a tree. Uh, that is uh, lumber is obviously a very very needed commodity in these games, so I thought that was. Um, thought that was pretty cool. Like, for example, if you want to gather fruit from a tree, you'd want to hit it with your staff, and it'll drop some fruit. Although, if you want to cut it with an axe, it'll give you a timber. I don't know if literally like the tree's going to fall, and you're going to take it. Out. It may not be taking it to that extreme, but at least it's pretty cool that uh, they've thought about that. Um, they thought about that a little bit more than. Uh, just hey, let me go over to this tree. It's got a shining spark on it. Uh, <laughs> let's just do that. But there's a new creation system as well for gathering point synthesis. Um, somehow you can create a field on which you can gather materials by synthesis. So maybe you can kind of do. I think we're going to have a lot more information about this in that live stream as well. These are kind of just talking points that they're going to be discussing. Um, a little bit longer uh, along the ways, but yeah, just a 
very promising looking title. Like every screenshot that I see, it it's like you had the basis for it. And I mean, how many games there have been now? I don't know, 10? So the series has had a while to kind of um, get its feet wet and know what it's doing. And this looks like they finally like said, okay, we've been making these JV, JRPGs for a while. Let's step up the varsity. Um, we'll have to wait and see if that actually holds true or not, but I am, I'm excited for where the series, uh, may be headed to here in the near near future. So I had an interesting, uh, conversation with, uh, my friend Jordan on the JRPG report Facebook page. And, uh, you can chime in as well. I'm always up for, for talking about titles and, uh, uh, opinions and what what about this and that and uh he asked me a an interesting question i just want to share our uh, a bit of our conversation i think he is he says he's going back through his backlog and uh trying to decide what to play next and this is obviously a problem that we all face from time to time if uh nothing's really out at the moment that you want to pick up hey maybe you don't have 60 bucks or maybe you don't have 20 or 30 bucks to go and uh and pick up a game and and just on a completely side rant you may not be able to go and get it even if you wanted to uh if you live in a place like i do it is not not easy to get physical copies of jrpgs i mean i'm not talking about final fantasy 15 you could you could go walk down the street and probably find a, a copy of that laying around somewhere. But, you know, obviously we've got GameStop, but do you want to deal with all that hassle? Um, anybody can order off Amazon and pay pay that, of course. But, um, so anyway, he's going through it and uh, staring at his backlog and trying to decide if he wants to. He was wondering what I thought of Dragon Quest Eleven. Or Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Now, in the past, what, two years? These are two of my favorite titles that I have played. Um, I understand. Uh, obviously, I think Dragon Quest XI has been more universally um, liked. And uh, kudos to it. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, especially from people that I've actually spoken to, is is a divisive title that... Um, I think either people love it or hate it. Now I fell into the love it category. And so my response to him was if I had to pick between the two, it's kind of like picking your favorite kid, right? I, I love them both, uh, quite dearly, but didn't know which one I, I didn't, I didn't have an immediate response. So I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, well, this guy's obviously looking to put in 80 to 100 hours into a game. And if I had to pick one, it's going to be Dragon Quest. And mostly because I know it's more universally loved. Um, I can tell you, I probably put more hours into Xenoblade 2. Purely because I think there was more things to do. And I haven't completely completed Dragon Quest 11 yet. So that was my answer. Um, obviously, it's pure turn-based in 
Dragon Quest Eleven, so I kind of said that as well. And I, you can't help but say that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 definitely suffered being on the Switch. I would have really loved to see that on PS4, see how it would have worked. But that's just my opinion. You can get onto the Facebook page and kind of check out all that stuff and ask me a question. We'll talk about it. That's going to wrap up this week's JRPG Report, episode 67. I think I made it through. My voice still intact, so that's good. Um, thank you so much for taking a listen. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with some more cool things to talk about. And uh, But until then, guys, get back out there and level up.